Halloween's Diner, We're the Halloweeniacs, a podcast series where the Nightmare 365 podcast and the Jack Lantern Press podcast mash together for various discussions about all things Halloween. This is our first episode, and you'll be able to find it and our upcoming episodes on either Jack Lantern Press podcast or uh, Nightmare 365's podcast every 31st of every month that has a 31st. So it's January, and I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've been thinking about Halloween a lot because it's only eight months away. And uh, while we came here this evening to talk about a certain place at a certain time of year, I wanted to ask you guys an opening question. If you could go to just one place for the Halloween season, a place that would give you your fill of Halloween goodies for all of October, where would it be and what would it have to have to satisfy your Halloween cravings? Ooh, what's my top choices? Salem, Transylvania? Well, I don't know. It depends on what you want in your Halloween. Like what, what is it? Like if you could only go to one place for how for the Halloween season, like what would you need to satisfy your Halloween wants? Like, does it have to be a haunted attraction? I think or? It, I think it ultimately starts with the Halloweeniacs, and I think you guys, if we went somewhere together, like say Anoka, Minnesota, the Halloween capital of the world, I think that would fulfill my Halloween experience. I don't know yeah. how the other guys feel, but as for me, well, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if I have to go somewhere. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to go to Anoka. I'd like to know, stay in my house. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. And that's Only great. I see and this is Tom. Per- perspective. But what, I yeah, act- Tom, what would you, what would, what are you looking for in something for Halloween? For me to get pumped on, on any kind of, Halloween thing, it just really depends. I mean, like, you can go to a carnival and go on those cheesy little Halloween rides, you know, where the doors get hit open by the the little... Uh, little oh, it's like, like the dark ride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or go to a pumpkin patch. All you gotta do is go to a pumpkin patch, go on a neat hayride. There are know, really neat things in there. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of neat things. Not yeah, there's definitely fun. some neat things in here. Greg, right. let me ask you this. For Shoot. you, does it mean that the CrossFit studio just has orange lights? Uh, I love orange while lights. While you're working out? or <laughs> As long as they're strobe lights, yeah. <laughs> orange strobe lights. That's it. <laughs> while you're working out. That's it. That's all I need. And maybe like, some like, like screams every now and then. There you go. There you go. While you're, while you're working out. Okay. Now, um, what, do you guys, what do you guys look for? Like, is it... Is it a haunted attraction? Is it a tradition? Is it, it has to be a haunted, like a truly haunted place? Or maybe there's a legend there like Bluff Creek in Northern California where Bigfoot was captured on film sauntering through the woods? Would you want to go to like the Stanley Hotel? I really want to go there. Right? Well, like with, so that's, that's my question is like, what would you look for in something to do for like the Halloween season, would it be just, you know, going to like not scary farm or for, for you guys, I don't know what you guys have, I guess maybe uh Halloween horror nights at universal in Florida. I don't know. I think me and Matt used to do, especially before like the past two years, we would try to go through 
every haunted attraction there was around us. Like even like we drove out to Pennsylvania for two haunted attractions. Like one was the Eastern State Penitentiary that the ghost hunters made famous and they have a huge haunted attraction there. And then we also went to an asylum in Pennsylvania and that's pretty cool. You walk through like, you know, the old hospital, the tunnels underneath. And then I also remember a good one was called the corner of chaos or the field of terror. Basically you walk through a corn field and people jump out and scare you. So you yeah. like more realistic things than like Attractions, places that yeah. you can go to. Yeah. That's real. So I mean, like the asylum don't, don't, or something like that. Don't get me wrong. I, I would love to, to go to the Stanley hotel and, and see what would happen or could happen. Also like Salem, Massachusetts, like Matt said, like is a cool time to visit during Halloween Matt, you did go. Did you went to Salem during Halloween time? Yeah, I've been there four or five times during Halloween. And they do like the whole month. They do activities and things like that. Oh there. yeah, I mean it's it's very touristy up in Salem. You know, during that time and throughout, you know, the rest of the year for their Halloween special. You know, like they're they block off a road. I forget what road it is, but they block off a one street and, but like the, the whole thing is blocked off and they have different vendors and, and people walking around in costumes, things like that. It is a really neat town. I feel like it's too touristy for me. If that makes sense. Where, yeah, did, you that makes sense. Neat? did you say neat? Oh, there's a lot of neat things up there for <laughs> sure. Sweet. And it's obviously one of the, the, <laughs> the capitals of Halloween, you know, very true. Very but like, true. Don't you think like Anoka? In Minnesota would be the same way as Salem. No, just tourist, because tourist just because wise? it's yeah, just because it's the Halloween capital. No, I you don't I, think so. I think for two reasons. One, because Anoka, if you actually look at the town itself, yeah, it's very. It doesn't seem like it's aged since 1920s or 40s or 50s. I I haven't seen the new Ghostbuster movie yet, but if you look at the new Ghostbuster, it's a good movie. Like, yeah, like the did town, you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Yeah, but p- picture the town. I, Tom has seen it, obviously, but the town in Ghostbusters, that's what Anoka seems like. Where Here's a difference. Same thing with like Gettysburg. Gettysburg is very commercialized. Matt where, loves Gettysburg. I do. And that's very commercialized. But if you go to Antietam, it's not commercialized. Mm-hmm. Same, same thing with so, like Anoka. Anoka seems like a small town that's still trapped in the small town feel. And they don't have, I don't any any town USA. Yeah, and well, it's, see, it's, the thing is, the thing is though, Matt, is I kind of got the same feeling. Like I, I feel like Anoka is the reason behind that they have they're the capital or the Halloween capital of the world is is only because it dates back further than most of the other places. That's well, as far thing. as their parade, their parade goes, yeah. but we'll but get yeah, into the that. Parade is, the parade is what is what makes it makes it well yeah i I think we should start off and if people don't know we we're the halloweeniacs so we're going to be talking about in our first episode the halloween capital of the world and if not i don't think anybody is when people hear salem they know what it is when people hear anoka besides us i don't think people know what it is which is funny yeah i hadn't heard of anoka except uh, it was maybe like two years ago oh when i told you about it yeah, when you told me about it. And yeah, same here. The thing that's crazy is it's in 
if you watch any documentary on Halloween, it's in there. In in Lisa Morton's History of Halloween book, Trick or Treat, it's in there. In Leslie Pratt Bannantyne's book on Halloween history, it's in there. It's like in everything, but I hadn't heard of it. And maybe that's probably why it's not so touristy like Salem, because it's not as known, even though it's mentioned, like people don't go to it. But to me, and this is why I wanted to, why I was excited about this episode was for me, I feel like as a Halloweeniac, what do you want out of it? Is tradition and um, a parade. I would want haunted things like legends. And this kind of has everything. Like they have pretty ghoulish history. They have actual haunted locations, buildings, houses. There's an insane asylum that's haunted. I feel like it it really is fit it fits the bill for an all-in-one Halloween destination that I since since we're gonna be the Halloweeniacs, I feel like we need to go to this place. And I know Matt and I were talking about trying to do this in October of 2022. Oh boy. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Even if we just went and, you know, maybe did a show there or definitely would you do the show in the roundabout Halloween jack-o'-lantern? Oh yeah. They do have that on the street there. That little roundabout. Yeah. 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 We could do a live show from there. Or some type of, you know. We're in the roundabout trying not to get hit by cars, but welcome to the show. What we could do is Tom can bring his drone and then (laughs) we do video of us in that square getting run over by a car. Like a virtual reality game? In virtual reality. (laughs) While Greg is doing CrossFit in a planter. That would be great. See, this is why I think Anoka isn't as popular as Salem because Salem really like played it up. They have their mascot, which is on everything. It's a witch in Salem or in Anoka. Their mascot isn't like a pumpkin or a witch. It's the tornadoes. Yep. And so it's like, yes, they embraced it to a certain extent. You know, they went forth on Congress to say they are the Halloween capital of the world, but in 1937. Yeah, exactly. But it still is that small town feel. They haven't changed it. There's, you know, the mom and pop stores, the old restaurants that are there. It's not, you know, commercialized, the big box stores, you know, everybody goes there and Salem. Yes. It has a lot of history with the witch trials, but most people don't know right outside of Salem in Danvers is the true history of what happened in the Salem witch trials, but no one goes to Danvers, which is right next door to Salem you know, they just go to Salem to do the parades or I don't even think they do a whole parade and they mm-hmm. just dress up and, you know, kind of gallivant the streets. Yeah, well, they have, I that, guess, they have honestly, that costume ball at Hearthstone Hotel. Yeah, which I have always wanted to go to. That would be pretty sweet. I, I personally just don't think that the Halloween capital, like it has to be a place where, where things are haunted. I mean, I, I you guys like the historical piece of it. And honestly, I... I that doesn't bug me one bit. It just because it has like haunted places or anything like that. That doesn't really. You mean like Halloween the stuff? To me. The stuff that's true. That's supposed to be true. Yeah. On like the Winchester. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's haunted stuff. But I mean, it, it's it, that that is neat stuff to go see. Like the Winchester Mystery House. Those are fun things to to go look at. But I don't know if that would really like get me into the Halloween spirit. Yeah. So I think what Tom, like, so basically what I found in my research is there, there are a few things that Anoka has that are supposed to be haunted. So 
the, the Oakwood Cemetery, there's a place called Billy's Bar and Grill, which used to be a hotel and a brothel for loggers in the area. Then there was Beer Belly's Bar. And I guess in 2002, they actually did an exorcism there. That's awesome. And then the Corkwine Bar building apparently was built, of course, on an Indian burial ground. And then there's an insane asylum. That's I think it's called the Anoka Treatment Facility, but it was an insane asylum. That's supposed to be haunted. Like, would you guys, if you were in Anoka, would you want to check these places out? Of course I would. I mean, I, I, I would too. Yeah, I'd be all over that. But again, there's, there's so much. And like you said, you want to know some cool history, which I don't think a lot of people know. Again, that's what I'm into as much as like the haunted attractions, like Greg said, and the real life asylums that still exist in some of these towns in the state of New Jersey, which a lot of people don't know too. One of the very first parades happened in New Jersey in Tom's River in 1919. Uh, I did read about this. And not only that, in 1939, the largest Halloween parade happened in Newark, New Jersey, right around 300,000 people. Yeah, but do they keep the tradition every year? I think that's Tom's River does, yes. I don't think they've you know, been they continuously. I, I think that's what Anoka really claims. Where well, they, they right. missed one year, though. There was some right. more that I read they missed, like 1940. Right, because something. of the war. Because of the war. Right. Yeah, it was World War Two. Yeah, but but that's why they claim to be because they're saying that they were they've done they were the one of the first to do it that still does a parade and basically it was to combat the juvenile delinquency you know the mischief, all, now, yeah. the mischief that was going on Halloween had been associated in the twenty early nineteen hundreds up to nineteen twenty all kinds of mischief cat people they would yeah, let cows guys- out. Did you guys, yeah, did you guys read, like, some of the stuff? They took, like, a, a horse carriage and put it up on top of a roof. And yeah. The, the cows. And, yeah, it was kind How of do you nuts. get a cow up on top of a roof? No, no a horse idea. carriage. I know, but I it, know it also said cow. animals on top of roofs. I saw I saw uh, the animals on top of roofs, too, yeah. Oh, did you? Holy cow, yeah. How do you get a cow That, and they said they, they would let the cows loose down Main Street. And so, yeah, basically, they decide the town decided that they were going to try and get rid of mischief and create this parade. But that's not when they became the Halloween capital of, of the world. So according to a few different places, including uh, Lisa Morton's Trick or Treat book, in 1937, 12-year-old Harold Blair arrived in Washington, D.C. with a proclamation naming Anoka the Halloween capital of the world. The insignia on Harold's sweater is now embedded in one of Anoka's downtown sidewalks, which is what we were talking about earlier. And the town has continued to hold both the title and the celebrations. A combination of parades and contests spans the week preceding Halloween and boasts 40,000 participants. I think it's more than that now. This book was written in, I think, 2012. Yeah, there's a couple other... I would imagine it's more now. I would imagine it's more, yeah. There's a couple other things, too, where they talked about there was a fire before the 30s, before they went to Congress. And I guess they did already petition themselves to, you know, be the Halloween capital of the world. But a lot of that history was lost to the fire that happened in Anoka as well. Right. I did see that. So, yeah, they said that the documents about the Halloween celebration was it was hard to to pin to, but they said in 2003, Minnesota State Representative Mark Kennedy restated the proclamation 
officially cementing Anoka's title. That that was according to an article in Mental Flaw on mentalfloss.com. Well, well, yeah, here and, and and what people have to realize too is not just some of the stuff, you know, where people proclaim, you know, proclaim to be like the Halloween capital of the world. They pretty much just went to Congress and said, "Hey, we are and this is why." And now they're they have that I guess unofficial claim or official claim is I think it's be, official. Yeah, it's like a congressional. Be, yeah, and and some things I, I read too. Again, Lisa Morton, she has a, a great book. If anybody's really interested in the Halloween Encyclopedia, where she talks about, she doesn't go into detail and she doesn't say exactly when, but it's almost like a dictionary for Halloween. And she said, yeah, in 1920, I guess they had so much mischief that George Green and Anoka civic leaders suggested the idea of a great celebration where they would not only have bonfires, parades, you know, and different festivals. And it wasn't until 1949 when they started the pumpkin bowl, which is really cool. Yeah. And they started handing out the pins and that's how the pins became a thing. Yeah. Anoka's- yeah. They also have that, that ghost run now too, where oh, yeah. they're like running. They also have a house it. decorating contest, which I see yeah. like this, that screams Halloween to me. Like it, 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 there's a couple towns right by us that still do that. Like Atlantic oh, Islands, house, right where Greg decorating? lives. Yeah. Where they do a decorating contest and then they have the committee that rolls out. Yeah, like they started doing these pins. I don't, I don't remember any other city or state doing this. And Anoka's I mean, first honestly, pin, Anoka's first oh. pin was in 1940, October 16th, 1940. Anoka County Union reported to do this pin, and the pin's really cool. It says Halloween Capital, Anoka, and it has a witch on it. Do you think that if you lived there, it would be different than if you were a tourist going there for say a couple of days? Because I, I feel like if I lived there. And you were living and breathing that because one of those Halloween stores is open year round. Yes, it is. And then they, you know, those people celebrate at pretty much at the end of August, you know, beginning of September, they're already starting to decorate. So I would imagine that if you lived there, you you would probably get a different vibe as, a, as opposed to where if you went there for like a couple of days. Like a different Halloween vibe, thing. like you're not into it as much, like you'd get sick of it or like, what do you mean? No, 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 like, like you would, you would have a, a different perspective of it because when you're there, you can participate in decorating the, oh, yard, I see what you're saying, you know, yeah, build yeah. a haunted house. You can do, you know, you could participate in the costume contest if you brought your costume with you, but if you didn't, you were just visiting, you know, you wouldn't have that, that option to do some of the other things that they celebrate during the entire month of October. Cause they said they have events all month. Yeah, when we talked to the guys uh, two years ago, there was like a coin contest, Matt. Remember that? So it's it's a medallion. So what they would have is I actually have the one from 2012, Anoka Halloween Capital. It says 8th Annual Medallion Hunt in in loving memory of Dave Brooke. So this medallion is pretty big. Think of it like a silver dollar, but bigger, like twice the size of that. And it's pretty heavy. I have it. Think of a quarter, but four times as big. Think about a penny. Yeah. but not as shiny. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's kind of cool because they have this contest where they give you clues and you go out and you search for this medallion. So that's pretty sweet. Wait, so you guys did this on an episode, right? What episode number was that so I can look it up? Oh, wait, you don't. You deleted all those. Oh, shit. That's, that's wow. a low blow. Were we vamping here <laughs> on Mary 365? 
<laughs> you know what it is though? If you join our Patreon page, you could there listen to all the back catalogs of our show. I love it. I'm or if you listened two years ago, thank you for being a loyal listener. Hell yeah. Well, I know, but I want to hear it again. Well, you know what? You can Maybe. visit Blaine Duncan's page at Power America. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually put that out there in this episode. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I'm actually, I would love that. And, and how much is it to do your Patreon? Trust no one. Well, without further ado, let's dig in. <laughs> I mean, you could join for a dollar. A dollar. There we go. Yeah, I think I definitely would want to listen to that episode again after I, knowing more about Anoka. Well, this is what wait, I'll do. Wait, wait, hold on. You you can join for a dollar, like that's it, or is that for like every month or a year or what? No, so you could support it. Like, yes, if if uh, the way the Patreon works, which I, we won't get into on this episode, we could talk more about it afterwards because I don't think people really care about that stuff. I think they really want to just hear about Anoka the Halloween capital of the world. But yeah, man, just check out our Patreon page and there's three different tiers. And yes, it's kind of like a monthly thing. So it's a way to support us. If you want to support so us, I'd, you could listen to some old shows. If you don't, there you go. And that's uh, nightmare365.com for all the Jack Leonard Press listeners out there. Uh, go to nightmare365.com so you can check out that Patreon page I think and I just, support I just Matt heard crickets. <laughs> The cool thing, so in Anoka, they have this thing called the Gray Ghost Run, which is a 5K run. And what I found out, I don't know if you guys already know this, but it's inspired by sightings of Bill Andberg, who is a marathon runner in his 70s, whose gray-clad ghostly figure, according to legend, can often be seen running through a local cemetery. That, re- that reminds me. That's when I read pretty that. cool, dude. That is pretty cool. That reminded me of when I read that is the Ghostbuster scene when they they you know they're sitting oh, in the, yeah. like, the in the park and the guys running by and he just he's just kind of yeah he's just kind of uh, yeah I do remember that I want to is believe. is that is that the uh, the Oakwood Cemetery because when that, I was watching one of the YouTube videos there on on Anoka and they were talking about that Oakwood Cemetery doesn't have any. Um, headstones that are after 1900s hmm. like they're all from the 1800s i don't know if that's the cemetery yeah I, I did see the thing that that is a haunted cemetery but i don't know if that's the one where the runner's going through but do you think every like cemetery is haunted or no that's a good question know. that's a very I good think question i think your brain like really starts to mess with you if it's really dark out and you're sitting in a area where people are buried I mean, it kind of. I we we did uh, like a dancing Jesus episode that's on our YouTube channel. We were in the cemetery. It was it was getting dark out, and you could definitely see some stuff moving. And, and you guys, anybody you guys, have? Do you guys have any any other like uh, from the Anoka? Why they they're claiming that it's it's haunted? Like what's happened at the Oakwood? Is it the Oakwood? Well, it's not cemetery? just it's not just people in Anoka. People that visit Anoka, you know, and do like ghost investigations. I think there's a bunch of different YouTubers that have been to Anoka and done different investigations at that bar, stuff. at the cemetery, at the the asylum asylum that still exists there. You know, it's not open and running or function, but it's still there. And people people claim all different stuff from ghosts to. EVPs and, and things like that that they hear in these places. So 
Now, but do you think they're just like doing that because like they're spooked out because they're in like the Halloween capital they're of the world? The play. They're you know? in the place, yeah. right, right. I think a lot of that. I think you're going to have people that do that just for show and just to build up their their channels and and their follows. But other than that, I, I do think there is a lot of credibility to some of these places, especially since you know the town has been there forever. Yeah, that's true. And there's definitely something to be said about a place that has corpses in the ground. Not to mention, you know, so I worked on a movie where we shot at this old hospital. It was, it's basically just used for movies now. It's the old RFK hospital in Hawthorne, California. I was doing locations on this movie. So I'm the first one at the location and the last one to leave. I basically have to make sure everyone's out. No one's trapped in there. You got to lock all the doors. But down in the basement, they have like embalming area or whatever, or wherever they keep the dead bodies, the morgue. That's what it's called. Morgue. <laughs> the morgue. And so one night, you know, it's late and everyone's wrapping up and I'm doing my walk through the whole place. And I go down through that dang morgue. And it, this is an old hospital that hasn't been, you know, in operation for years and years. So it's just old and rusty and decrepit. And dude, it's, creepy and yeah your mind definitely starts going to work because you know you're in the morgue you know there could be any there you go i want to believe definitely want to believe that there was something in there on those nights i think you know not just anoka but any place that has a history and has you know tragic events and had these asylums and there is energy that's still trapped in some of these places and whether it's good energy or bad energy, how many, like if you were a kid, you lived in Anoka for your whole life and you experienced this and it has such a, you know, a place in yourself, in your like soul, like wouldn't you want to come back here year after year and experience that? Because I, I think a lot of us too, we always talk about some of my fondest memories of when me and Greg were little. And we were, you know, walking around in our neighborhood and, you know, like the gray skies, the leaves are falling. We're just running house to house, getting candy and then coming back, eating it and watching some movies and stuff. And it, it brings you back to this time. And I think that there is something to that where if, you know, people pass on, they're going to want to come yeah. back to this freaking place. Whether- I think Halloween is is very much that. I think that's the thing about Hocus Pocus. That movie is very <gasps> much about. Oh, God. Greg whoa, doesn't whoa, like what's it. Going, what's going on here? I don't like that movie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's, that's a crap movie. Center of weirdness for the entire planet. Nobody believes me, but this it is, is It's funny that you even bring that up, Greg, because I, I, I like the movie, but I don't think it's like the best movie on the planet when well, it comes the to thing, Halloween. The thing about it. So I think we have to, to get me, Greg to watch it again. No, I, I think don't. so too. Greg needs to watch and Tom. They need to do. I, I they need to get it. I together. It last year, I watched. Oh, it last you did. Year. Yeah, it's yeah, still well, crap. The thing. So the thing. <laughs> the thing about that movie is it's very much about looking in the past. Like everything about that movie, if you look at, you know, the the Sanderson sisters, it's about the past. It, the the. Uh, the Erie, Indiana kid, he, he's always thinking about where they came from. He lived in Los Angeles. So it's about the past. The, the sister is about the past Halloweens where she and her brother could go out trick-or-treating. And that's very much like 
what Halloween is about. If you think about why Halloween is cool, you think about past Halloweens when you were a kid running around and you want to try and recreate that joy you had as a kid when Halloween was so exciting. And so that's what I think it, what's cool, like what you're saying, Matt, about um, Anoka, like makes me think of like our school Halloween carnivals. They weren't the greatest, but I look back at those carnivals with with fond memories because they had like the haunted house walkthrough, which my dad actually made and we were in. But then there were like Halloween themed games and there were costume contests and you know, cool things related to, I think there was bobbing for apples and all that kind of stuff. And I would imagine that Anoka kind of brings that stuff that you remember as a kid and you want to revisit that because that is what Halloween's about. Yeah, but do you need to go to Anoka to do that? Because the whole point of this conversation is, is, is that because it's the, the Halloween capital of the world, do you have to go there in order to to like get that Halloween spirit going because that's the Halloween capital of the world. Like I feel like they've just taken a bunch of stuff and because they have the parade and whatnot, they like thrown it all, all in there, but it's all the same sort of stuff that any other really, you know, town it, or and city that's, or something that's does. the question is, is it just what any other town could do? I don't know. Well, I guess I mean, we I'm, sure they, find I'm sure they could. I mean, I remember, I don't. They still actually do it. I saw the banner this year. Is when we were in high school, they used to do the haunted woods. Remember that, Matt? Yeah, I do. And is it, like, this is in Anoka. No, no so this, this is, is in our hometown, our hometown, our hometown. In Jersey, and yeah. to raise like to raise money for like the senior prom or senior whatever trip or whatever like you know stuff is going on in the school, the seniors would put on a haunted woods attraction and the seniors would dress up in Halloween costumes and you would walk through the woods and get scared. Basically it was a haunted house or a haunted attraction in the woods. And they still do that? Yeah, they still do. It's pretty cool actually. What about what about the place that uh our our cousin uh Trini you goes to was that Netherworld or something? Netherworld. That's a like a haunted attraction, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, still, you go there, they they have, you know, that's huge because yeah. all these people go to that. They come all over, you know, from from uh, all over the country to go, go to that haunted house. So in um, other words, by going to Anoka, will it feel like you're invading someone else's traditions? No, I think, it, I think it would be cool just because, like, they've been around, like, the history, they've been around for so long, and it's the... It's just like going to any other like haunted attraction, but this is like the haunted attraction is the town. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like kind of different, you know. Where we're like these haunted attractions around us or you guys, it's just like a house or like a place. But this well, is actually the whole town. Definitely, where I am, it's it's a lot. It's not that small town kind of feeling. Like it's definitely touristy people come from all over the country probably around the world to go to like not scary farm or the haunted hayride in griffith park so like these are it's going to feel touristy like and i know what you're saying matt when you brought up the touristy thing because i remember 
I watched this documentary series by Ken Burns on national parks and I got all excited about the Grand Canyon and like going to this amazing piece of nature and like finding peace with the earth and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> well, without and then, further ado, let's dig in. <laughs> and then like we got there, I went, Tom and I went with, with uh, our mom and, and stepdad and families and it just felt like this crazy touristy place. Well, yeah, you can't go to where everyone goes to the park and like walk out on like the ledge. Yeah, it was. Def- it felt like you might as well have been at Disneyland or something. It was just like packed with people. Yeah, but- Here's the store, parking, get your ticket. Everyone's taking pictures. It, you were definitely not one with nature. Wait, so you're telling me, you're telling me right now that if all of us could get together and go to Anoka or all of us get together and go to like Universal Studios Horror Nights or even Not Scary Farm, I would rather do the Not Scary Farm and the Horror Nights at Universal Studio than go to Anoka. That's just my my opinion. I think that the, the attractions and things that, that are put in, they make a huge... Um, they make a huge... Like, excitement of of those walkthroughs that are just insane they put so well, much effort and time into them yeah Halloween real, Horror Nights is pretty sweet I'll tell you that well, well real quick Matt call Anoka and hopefully they don't cancel the sponsorship of the show right now based on what Tom <laughs> yeah. just said <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hello Anoka yeah call we got a call from Anoka so I think I understand what down. like Tom is saying as well as like you guys, I, I think it, it, we're pretty much saying the same thing. You know, we have this, these memories from when we were a kid and what we enjoy about Halloween, you know, like me and Greg would love to go to haunted attractions, whether it's in our home state, whether it's in PA, New York, all these places that we'd love to travel. And we try to mix it up every year. So it doesn't become the same monotonous stagnant kind of thing. I understand what you're saying too, Tom. You know, but again, that, that comes back to like what I said in the beginning. I think if I'm with like friends and family and we're doing something new and it's, you know, like when me and Greg went down to the Myers house in North Carolina, Kenny's house, like that was just cool because it was different. And I remember that was actually really cool. Yeah. And I remember two years ago when we did, was it two years ago or last year when we went to Scott's on yeah, the, that was the, like, day bef- uh, the day before Halloween on Mission. Last night. year, the year before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it, it's just something different to get you into the, to the like the mood or the spirit of Halloween. I can appreciate like what you're saying, Tom, as far as you know all the set design and what it, what goes into it. But when I was down there this past October for Horror Nights, it was just in Florida packed. Yes, in Florida, yeah. It was just freaking packed. And and yeah. to me, that's not fun. As much as I like the haunted attractions, which I felt, we I went on all 10, and they all felt the same. Like you go in, you turn right, you turn left, you turn right, you turn left, and then you're done. And Ray yes, comes up I with the winning with idea. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it's cool. It's awesome, the set design. And I've always looked at it, and I think I always told Greg this too. When we go to like haunted attractions, whether they're big or small, I, I like want to take my time and look at every little detail that I can. Most people are just running through because they're scared. Uh, Tom and oh, I, no, I talk I about the same thing. I, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't bustle through it. People will get pissed off. I don't care. I mean, we, 
we went on this one holiday uh, uh, Halloween attraction when we were at Universal Studios. And I mean, I was enjoying the stuff. People were getting pissed off, but I'm not going to just run through those things. You know, yeah, it's like, why did into you those? go? Yeah, it's like, yeah. You, you go there just to get scared through the maze. You just run through it. You're not even looking at anything. It's crazy. Well, that's the thing. Every, get- everybody has a different take on what Halloween means to them or what they want to do for Halloween. And I totally understand what Tom's saying, too. Like, we don't have to go to Anoka to feel that experience, right? I can go two towns over to Tom's River, and they have a parade. But again, they don't have the ghost thing. They don't have the medallion hunt. They don't have the pumpkin ball. You know, they don't have these little nuances they, that or the Anoka history. Has. Yeah, the history. Yeah. I mean, they do yeah, have the history because they date though, back I, to 1919. But again, I would not mind. I would not mind going and doing that. Just like you're saying, it's a new thing. I've done these other things. I wouldn't mind doing it. But if I had to have a choice, I mean, honestly, I don't really. I have a means of comparison, I guess, with like the Winchester Mystery House or what was that other place that we went to, Mike? Oh, the um, Glen Queen Tavern. Mary. Glen Tavern, yeah. No, so I, it's I don't have a I don't have a problem like going to those because those are super neat. Um, but yeah, <laughs> obviously, I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It's it's uh, it'd just be different. I, I mean, it would be uh, there are some neat things, neat things in here. Stuff. Well, there's there also there are also attractions. In, there's one in Anoka and then just the surrounding area. So there was... Oh, yeah. If, if you go to the scarefactor.com, which they're really good, it, it it's what nightmare.com used to be, where all these different haunted attractions, and they have a list of different haunted attractions. Yeah, why'd you get rid of that? That's sad. Uh, it was just too much to keep up with. Yeah. It was just too much to keep up with people like so stopping many. their haunt. Yeah, they they stopped their haunted attractions, so you would have to take them off. A new one would pop up. You'd try to get all their contact information. So it, it was definitely difficult. Where the scare factor, got to give them a shout out because they're friends of the show. Stay spooky. Yeah, they do some great stuff, and they do have Anoka's Haunted House on there. Yeah, which is at the Anoka County Fairgrounds. So that would be, it's like you really could get every, I guess. Wait, is it, do they have actual fair there? Is it like Stranger Things fair? Uh, that I don't know. So they, it be, just says, awesome. it's, it's called the Anoka Haunted House. It's in its 33rd year. And uh, it says it's at the Anoka County Fairgrounds. And it's so not that expensive, $12. Yeah, oh, and so maybe it, maybe it's an attraction within the fair, or maybe it's just its own. It could just be. Then. It could just be its own thing. Or is the town the attraction? Mm. Ooh, are we in a simulation? Tom doesn't like <laughs> that's, it. Get, that's getting that's getting deep right there. No, I the think bottom I, line is, I, I think it's like any other small town fairgrounds, you know, here's, and they have different events there, little rodeos. Yeah, this is good. So here's here's basically, I think, how we should conclude this episode. <gasps> but this and is so much fun, is, talking about Halloween here that, in January. I'll tell you, hold on, before you get to that. Hold I'll on, hold on. Why. Go ahead. If no, you go, go back if you go back and look at, like, some of the history, like, in, like, some of the YouTube videos of Anoka, those Halloween costumes are freaky. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, I mean, just the in the 20s. pretty hardcore, too. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. talking about, like, the old parades. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, those. Well, they all know that those pictures that they take, they're all in black and white, and they're all faded out and stuff. They make like, it look. You come more, outside your house at night, you see that on your front lawn. I would freak out. <laughs> there you go. You know what? Yeah, I, I want to link. I want to link uh, one thing in the show notes. I shared this with Mike, and I have this in the studio. It's from the Anoka County Historical Society, where they have Anoka Halloween collectibles, and you could see some of the old pins. They have beer cans. They have drinkware. They don't have any costumes, which I, I wish they did. But they have some like license plates, some pennants. It's really, it, it's definitely some neat things in here for sure. They well, even have some of the old medallions from so the medallion this hunts. What, this is how I was thinking to conclude this episode. And that is, if we're going to call ourselves the Halloweeniacs, don't you think we should go to the Halloween capital of the world in 2022? Yes. Thomas? I, I would not mind going, going there. I think it would be... So would, would, we, be would we have to do it like a long weekend? Yeah, like maybe a long weekend or something, or even during the... I mean, just, I mean, we have the whole month to look at what events we would definitely want to attend and then decide, you know, when to go. I think we should definitely do... I don't know if they do the pumpkin bowl still. We should that would be kind of cool, but I guess it's just a high school football game, but the medallion thing, I would love to do that and we all like get together, team up as the Halloweeniacs and try to find the medallion. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think it would it's it's appropriate to say that all of us love Halloween and it would be just one other feather in our cap for for something we've done that that is involved with Halloween. Yeah, I think we should be all over it. Like any other tradition, which we've kind of grown and molded ourselves in our own little communities with Halloween, because I used to love when every year Mike shared with us, like his neighborhood, how like crazy they get. And that's one of the things I always, you know, spoke with you guys about is, and just going back to Tom's point, I don't have to leave my home state or my town to kind of experience all this. And I want to do something like that at my own house where like we, like when we, me and Greg went to Kenny's where we show a movie, you know, play some games like old time. games, Yeah. And do stuff like that. I think that would be so much fun, man. But again, I think we should make like an annual trip, whether it's in like September or October and just make a long weekend out of it. Find somewhere new, whether it's Salem, whether it's Anoka, where, yeah, you know, Sleepy Hollow. I know you said Sleepy Hollow wasn't that great, but I still would want to go. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't mind really... doing the Salem thing either because that that's always been you know the scary scary place too. But that's not the capital, Halloween capital of the world. So, yeah. and, uh, does, does there's tons of there's Salem? tons of places where we you know we can yeah. go to and, and just kind of experience and and pick you know each of us have different taste and each of us you know pick a different thing. Maybe like each year somebody says, hey, this is my year. This is our theme. And we're going to go to Anoka and do this. And then next year, you know. I think Anoka is a good start. I think it's definitely a good start. $200 round trip. Are you looking it up right now? Looked it up. Flights to fly into Minneapolis. And it's only 20 20 miles north. Craig's all over it. Let's do it. So I I say we do it this October. I'm down. I'm down. Long weekend. Tom, can you get away from VR? Tom? What are you talking about? I'm gonna bring my camera. I'm gonna do a VR uh, little video of it. Why not? 
experience, experience a haunted house. That would be pretty sweet. I would like to see. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. 360 degree uh, uh, video of it. And then you throw it up on YouTube and let other people experience it in VR. From LAX to Minneapolis, the flight is $126. That's not bad. Nope. No, that's, that's not bad at all. Round trip? That's yep. a round trip. Oh, that's round trip, baby. Is that with trip. is that with your discount? That's not no discount for you. For uh, me. You don't you don't get a discount, bro? I'll, no, I don't get a discount. Oh man, this guy's on airlines all the time. You don't have any like frequent flyer miles you can land or yeah, I'll get you free peanuts. <laughs> there you go. Okay, free I'll take that. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt's scared though. I think he'll probably drive out there. Yeah, I'm gonna drive out there. I'm gonna bring the uh, the studio with me. I'm going to bring a Rotocaster and a couple of other things. There you go. Rotocaster. Tom, brought, bring we, your drone. We brought the, the Rotocaster. <laughs> yeah, we to did. Kenny's house. Brought the Rotocaster. Hooked I'm it gonna, right up to I'm Kenny's bring house. bring my, my camera uh, do, do the 360 degree. And deal. your drone. Bring your drone, too. Well, uh, hard, do you, do you have any VR you fails that you can share with us? I don't. Um, but I can tell you this, you can't just take that drone anywhere because it, there's all kinds of laws. So if there's a no-fly zone there, you can't fly it. Go with Dude, we got Greg. Yo, we Tom. got Greg. Tom, Greg will show his good. ID. Come You're on. good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, he's not going to get it past the uh, Moscow-Idaho border with that shit. Moscow? <laughs> yeah. The hell's that? Exactly. It's not Russia. It's not Russia, bro. Exactly. Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> Tom can fly that anything, anywhere he wants. <laughs> Dude, we got Greg. We're not getting in trouble. Greg flashes some ID, and they're like, oh, "Okay, think, go it. on, go Does on." Greg have merch? Oh, I got merch. merch. I got merch. Dude, well, I want that merch, Greg. Anoka <laughs> merch. It's coming at you. Ah, uh, shit. So, first episode of the Halloweeniacs. Is there anything else that we missed with the Halloween capital of the world? I don't think so. I think we, we covered it all. I think we covered it all. Let's wrap it up gonna, we're with the Halloweeniacs song. More. I love it. Should we bring it out? Halloweeniacs, H-A-L-L-O. <laughs> Greg doesn't know how to spell it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just leave you with this. So I think the trip is ready to go. We're going to Anoka, boys. I love it. October 2022. We better do this. Right. I'll book it right now, Matt. Hell yeah, book it right now. We got to pick the weekend. But uh, thanks for tuning in to the first episode of the Halloweeniacs. Hope you enjoyed it because every 31st, you're going to get us cracking jokes at each other, planning our next Halloween adventure, and whatever else we have in store. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. singing voice ready um la 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 la
Alright, I'm ready to go. Oh shit. Alright. I'm just gonna mute everybody. I'm gonna play the song. Alright? What song? It's our opening, it's our theme. Yeah, intro, bro. Uh, I thought Mike was just actually gonna say it. 